Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit Well, it's not June, but it is Monday night, and it's time for the Joke Workshop. We don't have any comedians yet, so we kind of got out. The way the Joke Workshop works is that comedians do four minutes a set of their material, and then they get four minutes of commentary by their comedian peers. But right now, we ain't got no peers, so (laughs) we're going to listen to some crazy music and uh, from the 40s. The hits of the 40s, and then also, uh, you know, our our great commercials and stuff here. But hold fast, hold tight. Hopefully, we have something going on tonight here at the Joke Workshop. Why not make a donation? Streaming live the station. District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to MutinyRadio.fm? Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Uh, 
Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. (laughs) 
Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. June is busted out all over, all over the meadow and the hill. All right, here we are at the Joke Workshop. We're going to get started here. We've got comics. We've got a quorum. The way it works on Joke Workshop, four-minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear the horn. That means you have a minute left. That's great. It means wrap it up. Feel what that minute feels like. It's always good to know what a minute feels like. And uh, then there's uh, microphones scattered about the room, and we're going to give comments to each other for another four minutes. And remember, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice fluffy brioche bun on the top and the bottom. And nice little compliment there, a little compliment sandwich. And then feed them the shit in the middle. It's going to be a great time. Um, hey, take notes. Be honest. It's going to be exciting. Uh, if someone could throw me the list. Uh, and hey, thanks for donating 2 to $5 to Mutiny Radio. We desperately need the money. Uh, just keeping this place open. Also, don't forget to apply to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. Taking applications now through November 30th. Can't be part of it if you don't apply. So apply now. Apply often. This one's five-minute video. It's going to be a good time. Uh, hey, we're going to get started with your first comedian. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion. For Ian Bardenstein. Look around, look around, look around. Fuck yeah. Overwhelming response. Yeah. Hey everyone. Um, got some super new stuff that's never seen the light of day, so maybe you can help me make sense of whether it should. Um, cool. So uh I went to Denver for a bachelor party, and I was shocked that more than one person asked me, a person who likes beer, if I went on a tour of the Coors Brewery. Coors is a beer whose selling points are as follows. One, it's cold, and two, its can tells you when it's cold enough to be consumed safely. I don't know, I don't need to know, uh, I don't need to go on a tour to know how piss is made or what it tastes like. I guess I was confused about why Coors even offers tours because it's not like you go to the slaughterhouse where they slaughter chickens and then use a machine to vibrate off all the meat to make chicken McNuggets. No one goes on a tour of that factory unless you're uh, making a, a PETA documentary. Um, I also have been the victim of identity theft three different times. And at this point, I take it as a compliment because uh, one time, that's a coincidence, whatever, but three times, that's a sign that th there's just something about my identity that people want to steal. Um, 
Although my brother, uh, he he works in cybersecurity, and he says it's just because my password for everything is guest. Um, I was reading recently about incels. You know, they're involuntary celibates. They have online communities where they talk about how angry they are. And uh, apparently a lot of them support building the, the border wall. Uh, they want to build Trump's border wall because they're sick and tired of immigrants coming into our country and taking our hand jobs. Uh, these are hand jobs in their minds that should be going to Americans in need. Should we let other people in when so many Americans are hurting because they can't get a good hand job right now and their prospects are bleak? Um, I, I went for a hike recently and I tripped, my glasses fell off, and as I was looking for my glasses in the, the dirt and the grass, I, uh, I looked up and then I realized that the Impressionists weren't geniuses, they were just painting what anyone would paint without visual correction. Um, when, I, when I go to the gym, I like to use the Stairmaster because it's a great workout and it's also a great metaphor for uh, the lack of upward mobility in America. Uh, my girlfriend travels a lot for work. She was checking in for a flight, and I, and I heard her say, oh, no, and I was like, what's wrong? And she said, I don't have status on this airline. I don't know if I'm going to get upgraded. What am I going to do? And I was like, well, I, I guess we could become terrorists. Our cause is just, is it not? I mean, the September 11th hijackers, they were mostly middle class. It wasn't desperation or poverty that drove them. They probably just got passed over for an upgrade on the flight here. Um, w when you dehydrate fruit, it becomes shriveled and, and wrinkled. Is that what happens to us when we become old? Do we just need to add water to ourselves and get rehydrated? Um, I will actually end it there. Thanks, everyone. Bardenstein. Um, I think that on your identity theft joke, you've got to get to the punchline faster. And it's like, I feel like you've got opportunities for punchlines and you're not taking them. And then you sort of talk around it for a minute and then you almost get there. So like the identity theft has got to be, I look like an unemployed pharmacist or I look like a, it's a, it's an opportunity for you to do. Of course you have identity theft. You look like everybody's it's brother-in-law, sure. right? Brother-in-law pharmacist. That has an on-off switch, and I don't know if it works. It might have to be the other microphone. You could, now it works. Now it works. It, it's working now, Hunter. Oh, okay. You can talk into it, and we can. Okay. Um, nope, you turn it off again. There's an on-off switch on it. Okay, so no, that one doesn't work, sorry. But the other one over there in the corner will work. Or there's a bunch of microphones. That one should work. Yeah, I, I agree with Pam. There's a lot you can do with the identity theft joke. Uh, my my identity is hella stealable, just one of those faces, I guess. Yeah. Something along those lines about how y your identity is so... Maybe like you can go in the direction of my identity is just so undefined that literally anybody can steal it. My identity. My identity looks like it has an 800 credit score. 
Yeah. <laughs> you kind of look like an 800 credit score uh, kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one too. There's yeah. a there's a different direction. Um, yeah, I don't know. Incels in the wall. There's probably something there. Something about how they don't want more women to come into the country that they just also can't fuck and will also ruin their self-esteem. And nobody likes a hand job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stairmaster, perfect analogy for the broken American dream. I, I really like that. I think that you should keep going with that one. Um, maybe just make it more explicit as you state the premise. Uh, you know, I, I go to the gym, the, the, the Stairmaster. Isn't the Stairmaster just the perfect analogy for the broken American dream? And then just go on from there as a springboard to launch off of. And I, I think that they took away the Stairmasters and made them into those weird, like, scoopy, swoopy machines so you don't feel like you're climbing a stairway to nowhere. It's like a weird gyrotechnic thing where they're like, no, do this weird motion instead. I don't know. I don't work out, so I, I don't know how to relate to that stuff. Clem, you have some comments. Oh, I really liked it. I, I thought, you know, moving that way with, a, with the identity theft was really good. I, I thought maybe you could push it blue if you wanted to go blue. You know, you've gotten your identity theft uh, taken three times. I wish my virginity was the same, you know, or something like that. Or I wish my love life was as good as my identity theft or, I, or something like that. So, but, I, yeah, I thought it was funny. Any other comments? All right, clap your hands in a wild, slappy like motion for Ian Bartenstein. My music dumped out. Sorry about that. All right, we're all here. We're going to continue this journey together, taking notes, being helpful to one another. Clap your hands together for Hunter Stare. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you guys for so much to being here. So I um, I have a day job. I know, right? Surprising. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a professional comedian. Uh, I, I work during the day. I'm in HR, as they call it, human resources. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, let's just call it what it is. I'm a human trafficker. That's what I am. I, I'm a, a socially acceptable human trafficker. That's what I figured out one time while I was on acid. Um, so, uh, uh, so homelessness in the Bay Area, uh, it's a lot different from homelessness everywhere else. I, I'm sure everybody who lives here has noticed all they do is, um, let homeless people set up an encampment, you know, see how it's going to go. And then they just end up breaking it apart and making them all move somewhere else. So I think that the, uh, California solution to homelessness is let's just feng shui the homelessness problem. Let's really figure out the correct harmonious balance where we can put the homeless people. Um, this is literally just, I, I, I just wrote out all the jokes I want to work on this year and put them on one notepad. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, let's see. Um, um, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but uh, due to my chronic drug abuse, uh, words can never hurt me. Yeah, because I don't... I don't, I don't register the meaning of them. Um, all right, second page. Let's see. Uh, 
Stretch Armstrong. Does anybody remember Stretch Armstrong? Uh, that toy, that toy, it would, yeah, it, it's arms stretched out. I guess it was, it was just a knockoff of uh, Mr. Fantastic or whatever the hell his name is, Doctor Fantastic. I can't remember if he was, a doc, if he got his PhD. But what was, what was? I'm pretty sure the only reason Stretch Armstrong was invented is because they needed something to do with all the corn syrup that they were creating in the '90s. Yeah, not a joke, just a thought. Um, I don't understand why we're trying to build intelligent machines, machine learning, artificial intelligence, when we haven't actually figured out how to raise children yet. Uh, so fantasy sports, anybody like fantasy sports? Yeah, fantasy sports are stupid. I'm sorry, because here's the thing about fantasy sports is they're meant to appeal to nerds, and all these nerdy guys like them. But why? I don't get it. I am a nerd, and I don't understand. It's like it's bad enough that you want to worship all of these guys who were the exact same kinds of guys who kicked your ass in high school, but now you want to turn them into your D&D characters too? That's essentially all you're doing there. Uh, da 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 what does that even say? Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. And then another thing about another thing about sports that I think is stupid is like the amount of money and the amount of intensity and energy and interest that goes into them. We can see. We, we can see a play-by-play -play of every single game multiple times. It's all sent to this giant warehouse up in the Northeast somewhere where they analyze it and keep it forever. But we can't make cops turn on their body cams for anything. What the fuck is with that? Let's see. Um, okay. Has anybody uh, ever been in this situation where you... Um, you realize you, you you go off on somebody you ha you have a bad day you end up yelling at somebody you're 100 percent certain that you're in the right then you go home and masturbate and realize that you were the asshole the entire time you're just like oh i should not have called my landlord a fascist that was that was ill-advised um let's see <laughs> um the, yeah, I don't know. This isn't a joke. This is just something I want to do something with. Uh, I really like DMT. Has anybody ever done DMT? Yeah. yeah. The first time I ever did DMT, I was uh, 17 years old, and I freebased it out of a champagne glass. That's 100% true. Here's what I like about DMT. DMT is the only drug I've ever taken that once you take it, it literally starts talking back at you, and what it tells you to do is to stop doing it so flippantly. That's DMT. And I'm pretty sure that's my time. I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Hunter Stare, everyone. Hunter Stare. Yeah, DMT's a hell of a drug. Yeah, I wasn't prepared, Pam. I thought I was third. I'm sorry. Oh, it was, I'll do better next no, time. No, it's 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 fine. It's just that um, you signed up third, but no one signed up first. No, I figured that's what probably so that's happened. That's how that that's how that works. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how human trafficking. It is like HR. I wanted you to spell it out more like. Oh, sorry. I guess I should have said I'm a recruiter. I'm a talent acquisition is what they call it, but it's really just human trafficking. Right. But then illuminate somehow the specificities of what you're getting talent for and then somehow make that into prostitution terms. I think there's something funny there with like, there's got to be some illumination on and some wordplay of how human trafficking and HR are the same just it just it's like it's your 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 premise is there but the like the punchline isn't 
human trafficking. The punchline is something else. Yeah, totally. One hundred percent. Know what you mean. Is it you both, as recruiters, convince people to do jobs that they don't want to do or they mislead them into doing something? Sure, that's yeah. That's exactly the same step as human trafficking, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it basically is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There you go, that's I'm a, I'm, yeah, I'm a pimp. Um, maybe you're, uh, you're recruiting them to different levels, right? You, you, you have, like, your older... You're not supposed to do this, but actually we do, right? We segregate the older into the yeah. mid and into the... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm going to tag it really fast. I got it. It's like, have you ever been on a qualification call for an interview? All that is is the is the, is the uh, recruiter being like, open your mouth, show me your teeth. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Looking at gift horse in the mouth. A delicious gift horse. Because words, right? Um, that thing about you were talking about words, and I felt like there was more to like... Um, I felt like the tag would be, you know, because words, right? And then you say one word over and over and over. And you know how, like, when you say a word over and over and it just stops making sense, like, completely? Yeah. You can choose any word. And if you say it a couple times, it just, it just has no sense at all. And then it's almost like you're on the... That was the drug joke where you said... I just felt like it needed a little... Oh, yeah, sticks and stones. Sticks yeah. and stones, but I do so many drugs that... Like, I don't know. Words, words are meaningless to right, me Right, exactly. Yeah, I just totally break down. Yeah, words are meaningless to me now. I mean, right. words, 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 words. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, okay. That's and, good. And then, and then it also makes you be kind of trippy, like you're all drugged out, because you're saying, you know. It's true. I barely understand yeah. anything anymore. And uh, the, uh, I think that, again, it's a good premise, the body cams, because it's something I feel like, I feel like comedy is political and it's great when it's political and that's important because we need to shine a light on the what's happening and stuff and I think that the body cams and all that I think it's a good premise but it's still too heavy it's not funny yet it's like it's yeah. the truth it's just true it's just true not so, funny just true but there's got to be a way to spin that because the concept that you're talking about it definitely has merit it's just how do you like yeah. something about filming like a 12 year old can film all kinds of stuff but the but the i don't know there's something how are we feeling about feng shui homeless people that's a great gag yeah i'd like like yeah i just came up with that yesterday i really want to do something with I that say, i think um i think actually that the punchline is the setup though yeah like saying that you should begin with the feng shui and then get to the punchline that would be do you know what i mean like yeah i, I do know about and yeah and it's something else yuppie that is the punchline yeah yeah i like that yuppie yeah. you get yep, the pot yep. you get the pottery barn uh, leftovers out of the tenderloin yard sale you're like <laughs> oh look at this what a great lamp next to my <laughs> like there's no electricity outside but they've got like a sweet lamp next to their blow-up mattress or something <laughs> Uh, I, I was gonna say I think you could go really deep on the HR is human trafficking yeah like I mean people are literally getting money to do something and you are probably given like certain qualifications that you're looking for I want someone with these skills yeah so I think you could take that pretty far it seems like a really good premise thank you um, I love the intelligent machines and like should we do that children able to raise children successfully that was awesome um on the fantasy sports thing so i i was really going along with you because i also don't really get fantasy sports um if you feel the angle and maybe you don't 
to me it feels like a place where people put a lot of like masculine like bro energy yeah so it's like they're not really being nerds they're trying to be bros but in the most nerdy and nerdiest way, way possible and, and yeah it's like a decade ago you would get beaten up for that but now it's okay yeah I don't, I don't know it's normalized so that that was kind of my spin on that but i like that if it resonates i really like all this feedback this is good Put your hands together, everybody. For Hunter Stare, yay! That's how the joke workshop works. Um, and thank you for donating. And if you can't donate for any reason, that's absolutely fine. Just take a picture of somebody on stage and post it to your Instagram, tagging us um, at Mutiny Radio SF on Instagram. And follow us, too. If you aren't following us on Instagram, please do that, because I guess that Facebook's dying and Instagram's all the shit now, or it always has been, and I just am totally behind the times. I mean, I'm so unhip. I thought Kanye West was an airline. Uh, that's, that's a stolen joke from Paul Sanford. I'll give credit where credit is due. That's a Paul Sanford joke. I hope he's still alive. If he is dead, I'm stealing his joke. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I, I hope he's still okay out there. Uh, Paul Sanford. Shout out. Good joke. Uh, your next comedian, he has a show here on Tuesdays. It's for four hours, the first two hours beyond, your comp- behind, beyond our comprehension from two to four. And then from four to six is an open mic, and it is with your host, Clem. It's called Clem's Castaways. Put your hands together right now for Clem and Mikey. Take you out tonight with me Honey, here's the way it's gonna be All right, all right, all right. Look, all these beautiful people in the audience. If I was younger, my pecker would poke somebody in the eye. Uh, I have Mikey with me tonight. I know he's been uh, missing in action a little bit. We had a little bit of a beef. Uh, we went on a road trip uh, back east. I found a property deed and uh, to some land back there. Don't worry about it. It's it's post uh, thousand uh, tier trails, right? So we had already taken it from the Indians. Um, the only problem is, is I don't know what to do with it. So I think I'm just going to turn it into uh, Indian casino. I don't know the name. I guess I'll just make it a porn name, right? My street, my middle name, so it'll be Midway Earls. Um, the only problem I have is when we first went out to do prospecting out there, we didn't know where to stay, so I brought Mikey along. We stayed at a KOA, but we didn't know that they were going to have a biker rally at the same time. And so I sandwiched our tent in between the local biker and the out-of-town bikers, which basically were out-of-state. And so there was a, a rift between them already. Um, and everything was fine. You know, Mikey, if you look at him, he's pretty calm like that. And so, you know, bikers, no, bagger, no matter how big they are, they're always suckers for uh, the animal. And so they'd all come up. Oh, my dog. I miss my dog. I need to call home. Oh. They weren't like that the second night. And that was after the first poker rally, right? And that's when the drinking started. So the uh, bikes just started first. And then somebody had another bike that was better. But that wasn't enough. So then they started getting on the bikes and then spilling the tires. Right? And Mikey's just looking at me like he's just right now. Like, what the fuck did you just get us into? I'm like, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. 
And so later, as the, as the evening goes on, they go from just starting the bikes up and just some burning the tires to riding and racing the bikes around the KOA. But then they crash. But the problem was, is the local riders crashed near the out-of-town riders, and the local riders thought that the out-of-town riders crashed them. And so now, it's like West Side Story, and we've got... The Jets and the, yeah, I forgot that. I'll have to work on that one right there. Um, Dog gang, right? And we're in the middle. And again, Mikey's looking at me like, what the fuck did you get us into? And I'm looking at him, fuck, what the fuck did I get us into? Now, the local biker team had this great pit bull that when Mikey first saw them says, is that a demon or is that a fucking dog? And I looked at it like, holy shit. So again, I'm looking at Mikey and I'm thinking they're going to fight. We're in the middle. They're probably thinking that we're going to be on the out of town. I'm like, I was a little drunk. So I started talking back a little bit shit. And I'm like, then again, Mikey looks at me, you drunk asshole. What the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, Mikey, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but back me up. Right. And so when they get closer, Mikey's looking at me and I'm looking at him and I know he's looking at me for a plan. I said, look, all right, buddy, here's what we do. You keep the men off me and I'll keep the dog off you. I figure it'd be okay, right? Because I could at least give up my right arm and then it's a, it's a pit bull. So it'll just get on and it'll stop and chomp. And I figure I could give up to my left arm. Hopefully I don't get down to my nuts. That's Clem. That's my time. Mikey and Clem check us out Tuesdays. Thanks, babe. Mikey and Clem. I think you're, you're more of a storyteller than I'd say. I mean, I would say that you're more of a storyteller than a, than like a comedian. You should, um, uh, I, I think that's why that it's that a, I mean it's castaway has to be like my ten minute hour. Right? Well, it's a, it's an entertaining story, and you're entertaining to like watch. But I'm not sure if if it's necessarily especially comedy, right? Yeah, especially with all the motorcycles behind you. That actually was really funny. <laughs> I was like, there's a, I was like, oh, did the did the art inspire the comedy or the? I, I wonder if I'm just more gonna be an improv or like I do. Like I do Big Mama, I do a character. So maybe I'm a character comedian. I don't know. Big Mama has a, a young daughter that came home and and basically screwed somebody in the neighborhood, and everybody found out. And she has a daughter, right? So I play the voice of Big Mama. I um, I've taken a little bit of advice from the person that was here before. It says write something for Mikey. So I was trying to see what I can come up. I, right, I gotcha, had a better gotcha. joke. It says Mikey was MIA for a little by, a while. They. The government called him up. He's with the CIA, the Cat Infestation Agency. <laughs> I think he's a double agent, actually, though. The SS, the Squirrel Squad. <laughs> so maybe I'll just yeah, stick with shorts. Dog, <laughs> dog jokes. People love dog jokes. Yeah, I think you can go in that a really good direction. You need to write a lot uh, more material about your dog's personality. Okay. And once your dog's personality has been established, you can... I think go back and forth with your dog as sort of like the commentator slash narrator on your life uh, more easily. Okay. You know, yeah, but you can definitely write some good tags from the dog's perspective for sure. Um, yeah, that would structurally, that would be my advice. All right, thanks. What's up, Mikey? Thanks. Other comments? Other comments?
Take a bow. Entertain, entertain Mikey. <laughs> he doesn't want to get off stage. He's, 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 he's a great buddy. Um, yeah, I mean, what is, and what does his voice sound like when he talks? Like when you talk like him, what does he sound like? Um, so I have agoraphobia. I don't know if you guys know that, but I really, it takes me so much to come outside. And so I basically am nocturnal. Uh, and I guess, huh? So only me and the reason my wife got me Mikey is so that way I don't have a mental breakdown. Right. Cause I'm like clinically insane. Uh, and so we do cops and I'm the sergeant and he's the rookie and we go on squirrel patrol and it's like, Sarge, I know they're here. I know they're here, Sarge. I can smell them. I can smell them, Sarge. I know they're here. You got to leave that alone, rookie. You got to leave that alone. I'm telling you, Sarge, Sarge, you don't know what they did to my family. And so we would just walk along and do little skits like that. Okay. All right. All right. Take a bow. Whoa. Yeah, right. yeah, teach him how to bow. Hey, uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Clem. And uh, go out, go to his open mic um, on Tuesdays from 4 to 6. It's early, but hey, it's good. I mean, I'm actually excited that the sun has gone down now because comedy in the daylight feels kind of weird sometimes, but it's also, it's good. It's good stuff. All right, your next comedian. She's all the way from England, I believe. Put your hands together for Amy Haverska. Hey. Hi, guys. Nice to be here. Uh, whenever I do a stand-up, people are asking me if this is my real accent, which I find quite silly because if I could pick an accent to do, it wouldn't be this one. I would be standing here like this talking to you. Eh, eh, this way. This is a more fun accent to do. It is way more melodic. But people are like, Amy, you cannot do that accent. You are not from Africa. I'm like, eh, eh, come over here and tell me I'm not from Africa. <laughs> oh dear. The, I love doing accents. The only African accent I'm technically allowed to do is Seth African. Don't talk to him, just eat him. You know, which I don't like this accent. It's basically a mixture of Dutch and racism. So it's not a good one to do. It's very unsexy. Uh, I have just moved to your lovely city. <laughs> Woohoo! Part of the top 1% of humanity, guys. Let me tell you, a lot of crackheads in the top 1%. You, you've got a homeless problem. Well, the homeless aren't really the problem, are they? It's the socioeconomic. I won't get into it. People don't like talking about it. So a friend that, uh, said to me, the trick to living in San Francisco is to live up a hill because the homeless can't be asked to push their shopping trolleys. How fucked up is that, San Francisco? You've taken to medieval hill fort living to deal with your homeless problem. Like, <laughs> look, 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 Farqua, Farqua, look, look at the peasants down there in Safeway. <laughs> Don't they know it's not organic? Oh, Farqua, Farqua, look, look, look at this. I see some, I see some natives getting on a muni. Oh, I've read about this in a New York Times article, have you? Yes, I have. Oh, imagine not having a Tesla. Oh my God, that's disgusting. Let's drive by and give them the one-fingered salute. So that's <laughs> got to think of a punchline to that, but we'll move on. Ah, my neighborhood. So I actually never knew that houses could be patronizing until I moved to Bernal Heights, which is where I am. They've got all these, uh, they've got all these like posters outside the houses, like Black Lives Matter. I'm like, oh, oh do they? Not enough for you to let them live in the neighborhood, though. That is, <laughs> they don't matter that much to you, do they? And they just also have all these like signs next to us. No parking here. Don't let your dog piss here. Black lives matter. Don't murder black people, cops. Oh, and can you leave Amazon parcels here? It just doesn't work. It's very strange, isn't it? 
to that. Oh, also been trying to get in, uh, discover to speak more American. Did you know that you guys have a very combative way of speaking? So if I call up my bank and I and I uh, try and do something, I have to go through security checks. They have to check I'm who I am. And every time I get a question right about myself, they say correct. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know I was doing a quiz all about myself. I love it. Now I'm just running around San Francisco taking quizzes and acing them all the time. I'm like, is this gluten-free? Correct. Can I bring my service dog? Correct. Do Black Lives Matter? Correct. It's <laughs> the first time that has worked. All right, I got to figure that out. Thank you. Oh, yes. Other thing. I'm in, my, I'm in my 30s now, and I'm uh, starting to, in a new place. I've got to make new friends again. But the problem is, like, people who are left over in their 30s are not friended up. They're like the you know, the bottom of the barrel, do you know what I'm saying? So I constantly feel like I'm panning for dickheads. Do you know, I'll be like meeting new people, I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he seems cool, yeah, there's a cool bunch of nerds, aren't they? Like pinball conventions, oh yeah, that's sort of pretty cool, that's like, I quite, quite like Oh, what, oh, loud opinions about a book he hasn't even read, get fucked. Or like, oh yeah, she seems really nice, I like her, yeah, she's a really spiritual, a really, a really cool person, yeah, really spiritual, oh, Scientology, come on. Or like talking to someone else and like, she seems lovely, oh, I really like her, oh, she's really deep, isn't she? She's really, oh my God, she just quoted a Taylor Swift lyric at me, to pass it off as meaningful, get fucked. Um, so that's that joke, needs a better ending. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, why, why, I used to feel like I might not be enjoying it here in uh, the old uh, Americas, United States Americas. I am, I'm loving it, very positive. Um, why move here? I moved here with my husband's job. I know, husband, you were confused, it's the shoes. And. And I, uh, yeah, why get married in this day and age? Well, love and visas. That, it just makes it a lot easier if you move here with your paperwork intact. You have more rights as a woman. Ooh, talking about rights as a woman. Uh, I'm a feminist, but not for all women. Like, some women need to shut the fuck up. Specifically the ones who say, I'm just not a feminist. Oh, <laughs> Just not a feminist on that. I think any woman stupid enough to say she's not a feminist should have the rights stripped away from her, hard won by feminism. You know, the right to sort of drive a car, own a house, or be educated. And then as she walks, illiterate and shoeless, to her shift at the brothel, she can tell me what it feels like not to be a feminist. Like, I just, I just, oh, by the way, I'm miming a cock being smashed on my face as the microphone. I just, <laughs> um, that's about it, guys. That's all the new stuff I've got. Thank you very much. Yeah. That was lovely. That was great. Amy so. Haverska. Okay. So you just moved here. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I hope to see you all around a lot. You're really, really funny. You've got you've got great material and you're fun to listen to, and your accent is just sublime. It's it's great. You Thank can say you. anything. You can say get fucked, and I'm like, yeah, that's a great punchline. Let's listen to her voice. <laughs> Sounds great. I'd love to say get fucked more actually, but you can't. It's cheating to swear, isn't it? Nah. Hey, it, it, do whatever you want. It's great and it's great with your accent. <laughs> okay. I think I think that your accent is okay. Don't get cocky. Okay. Um, your, but your your other accent. Accents like your your the ones where you're you're not real accents. Yeah, you're, you're the ones where you're pretending. Those are fantastic. I yeah. love the Nigerian accent. That was great. I love like your Afrikaner accent. That yeah. was fantastic. I like the idea of employing medieval tactics against the homeless because like fuck it. What are we gonna do? Build more houses? No. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. build moats. Like go deeper into that. I like that. 
Uh, I can't fix the punchline at the end of that. So uh, you guys could probably help me with this. I'm uh, doing a... When I say, oh, look at the person down there in Safeway, don't they know it's not really organic? And then, I need, and then there's something about, oh, imagine they don't have a Tesla. But I feel like I need a different punchline. I just would take a step back from it and just be comfortable exploring all the different directions that the premise could go rather than getting locked into a specific wording of what you're trying to do with it right now. Yeah. Just the whole idea is great. You and to, you should come up, you just generate 20 different ideas around that and then just yeah. kind of go with the ones that like are Like what's a really the rich, they have blood boys and things. And yeah, like what, what, are all the th- what are all the things that it means to, you know, the, the idea basically is we're not going to build more affordable housing. Stop asking. So what are we going to do instead? Okay. I feel like I, that's what it is. I think that the, you need to focus on that they're peasants, that it's medieval and they're peasants. Yeah. Oh. And the words for peasants, because that's what helps the joke get further moved. Like when you say it so fast, you only say peasants once. And so that's the concept you have to illuminate more. I then change it to natives because Right. I'm... So I wouldn't change I would I would hit on that peasantry or it's even l- lower than bourgeois. There's a there's words for it, right? Besides peasants, it's like there's the aristocracy, there's the peasantry, there's what were they really, I'm trying to think of all that all that terminology. Peasants are, are are fine. Well, I wrote a joke the other day where I said like a brunch uh, because because breakfast is too working class. Yeah. <laughs> so probably something like that, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. Okay. Cool. And also I think I mean just an, an idea with your again, your accent. Uh, the word popper probably sounds pretty great. Popper or yeah, feudal. Feudal is a word. Yes. Right, all that yeah. stuff. It's the surf. feudal times. Surf. That's a nut. Surf. Exactly. Yeah. And throw well, those words in instead well, of natives. Just one more. Yeah. Panning for dickheads is just an incredible concept. It's really good. Uh, I would say two things. One, slow down. Yeah, I do. Uh, which is a, just a general comment as well. And two, like, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with any of the things you were saying. Everything you were saying was great, but slow down. And then th- I think what would make it work is just more act out because you kind of started panning for dickheads a little bit and then you totally oh, dropped yeah. the physical act sorry, out sorry I thought what's the point of doing it I'm on radio yeah but I mean but, it, but it's all practice I started practice. doing it and then I was like but oh, I mean no, it's, can... it's all just practice for okay, later yeah, but sure. like you, you know really thinking about what it is to pan something to be like sifting through it to be like no fuck that fuck that like, you oh. do this that's how you pan yeah, you pan, and then you, and then you're sifting. You know, you're great, like, oh. great uh, visuals now for the people yeah, listening. It's good. It makes the it makes the boobs shake a little too. You get a little. Oh yeah. and that's really what we all want, right? I'm gonna objectify men and women equally because I'm cool. a feminist. She is a feminist. Yeah, I'm a real feminist. Clem has some stuff, and then cool. Um, I like and through the pan, maybe like like you know how they use that app to pan through for fuck buddies and stuff like that, right? So you could like. App just looking through and go, oh, not this one. Oh, not meetups. this one. Meetups. Is that it? Well, okay. no, I mean, there's lots of different. Oh, yeah. But meetups are non sexual. And she's yeah. married, so she's talking about non sexual things. Presumably. I'm sorry, I don't know your life. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I've got a bunch of filthy stuff about my husband and his family and how they're all really fit, but not for tonight. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's well, Amy, you're amazing. I, I hope that you come back again and again to Mutiny Radio. Welcome to San Francisco. I'm so glad you're here. Cool. We have four open mics a week. We do Mondays and Fridays from 6 to 8, and we do Tuesdays and Saturdays from 4 to 6, and then on Fridays, there's a showcase at 8 o'clock. Cool. And so welcome. Come come back again and again, and we're so right. glad you're here, and we'll do all the tagging. Um, Thank you. And yeah, did you have another comment, Ian? Did you want to give it to some real quick? Oh, just su- super quick. On the... Uh, 
peasants in the hills stuff. I thought that was awesome. Um, and to me, the funniest part was like reading in the New York Times about the people who live in the same city as you. Yeah, and to I me, can't. that was like the the sharpest, most insightful. I think thing that's that really said. funny, but I don't think it works. It's like uh, I use it as I see a native getting on a muni. Oh, I've read about a muni in the New York Times. Have you read that? Yes, I've read that. But I don't know if it's quite strong enough yet. I need them to say something more outrageous that they read about in the New York Times. Like, mm -hmm. Do you know some people here are very poor? I don't know. I, I read a thing in the New York Times about the poop on the street, and it was written by one of the Twitter people. They're like, I have to walk over people in poo every day on my way to Twitter. Meow. And it was in the New York Times, and people were like, because it was it's just a big, huge yeah. article. But there really is feces in the street. Although, you know, people that make $200,000 could... You know, probably help that situation. I don't know. I don't know how. Just buy another pair of two hundred dollars shoes. You're fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Amy, you're lovely. Put your hands together for Amy. Yay. So they say. Um, I'm. I'll do a quick set, and then we'll. Looks like that's it, which is crazy. It's never like this, Amy. I'm serious. Like usually, there's so many people, and we we just have to. And it's like stacked. It's just so weird. I feel like there's a comedy party that I wasn't invited to tonight. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for me. Yay. Yeah. 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 This was such a short one today. I didn't even get to finish my lollipop. That's crazy. Uh, yay, I'm going through menopause. Yay, boo. It's uh, it's it's weird. It's terrible. It's the only good thing about it is I'll never have to have another abortion. So that's awesome. I love that. Uh, also, my underwear have never been happier. They are dry. I can wear sexy underwear now. It's like it don't matter. Nothing's coming out of me. <laughs> I haven't had a period in uh, three months now, and I'm not pregnant. I'm just like it did just it just stopped. Cool. Great. Awesome. No, it's not. Um, so my. Ovaries are shutting down and I'm losing all my estrogen and so my testosterone is ramped the fuck up. I uh, totally sexually harassed a mailman on the way here. <laughs> Absolutely. He was walking down the street. He had his little shirt open with his wife beater kind of there. And I said, I hope that the postal service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked at him. And then I kept walking, and I was like, I think I just sexually harassed him. But in my defense, I mean, he was wearing that wife beater, right? Like, he was totally asking for it. Like, what he was wearing, his pecs were out. He's like, look at my tiny nipples, lady on the street. I'm like, look at your tiny nipples. Why am I looking at 26-year-old's nipples? Well, I'm going through menopause, so that's just the thing that's happening now. I do touch baby dicks for money, but that's a totally different situation. I nanny. Not... Attracted to those kids. They are real cute, though. I I had this, I don't even know what to call it. You know, I, I went over to his house. Uh, we went, we, we made a fruit salad together. We walked to the park. We held hands crossing the street. He listened to me. He was such a good listener. Um, and he's five, so I don't know. And his parents paid me at the end, so I kind of feel like... I don't know which one's the prostitute in this scenario. Like, I got paid, but the five-year-old was kind of the best date I've ever had in San Francisco. <laughs> he was a really, he was a quality little dude, you know what I'm saying? Dating children. 
No, I've been I've been getting crazy. This whole menopause thing is weird that they put their name on it. Like men, men are pausing on me. That's weird. They're like, mm, I think she's older than I think she is. You know, having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia. Uh, <laughs> because, like, I'm making eye contact with the baby. Baby's happy. Getting banged from behind. I'm I'm happy. Baby's happy. Making eye contact with the baby. Just because the baby's first words are. Uh, uh. Doesn't make me a bad nanny. It makes me a bad nanny. <laughs> Babies can only see like 15 inches in front of their face anyway. They can't see anything. It's fine. Don't worry. Why do babies' pants have pockets? Why do babies' pants have pockets? You get the babies. They have five pairs of pockets on their pants. They can't even put their hands in their own pockets. They can't even put their own socks on. They're like little tiny functional retards. They can barely feed themselves, right? What are they putting in those pockets? I figured out what to put in the pockets. Cocaine. <laughs> 18 month old babies understand the mechanics of zippers, but they cannot get into their own pockets. <laughs> That's where you hide your drugs. Police will never search a baby. If you've, doing cocaine, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Pro tip, it's pro tip for you guys. Yeah, it works. It works out really well. War on drugs. War on drugs. Yeah, sure. I do everything else on drugs anyway. Let's <laughs> just war on drugs. I do everything on drugs. Let's war on drugs, right? I believe it. My boyfriend had the, he had the day off on Thursday. We had the day off together and he did the sexiest thing. Laundry. He did all the laundry. Uh, thank you guys for listening to my jokes. I'm Pam Benjamin. Yay! Yay! 4.20. Do you guys have any comments? I was just running through. I'm trying to run through that new that menopause stuff. Um, Scott, will you put up on the board the other? It's S, I think, to make his louder. It's like S3 and 4. Um, I Yeah, because... It's, it's fine. He's fine. Good. Great. Because I, I, I have known you for so long and I know all these intimate things about you. I knew all of that stuff, but the but the war on drugs was new to me. No, thanks. And I really like it. And I think there's a lot of different directions you could take that. You just think about all the different drugs and what war would be like on all of those different drugs. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I, I mean, pot, I, that's obvious. Yeah, but we wouldn't have any war. We'd be like, peace on pot, man. And <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's been on. done a lot, but you could yeah. definitely get into the other, you know, lesser consumed drugs more and probably dig in and find some really interesting stuff about what uh, war would be like on mushrooms, <laughs> what war would be like on LSD. Right. Well, that's, yeah. they, um, originally all that methamphetamines, they used to give it to the fighter pilots. For sure. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So th that's, the, yeah. Woo! So let's try a war on some different drugs and maybe we'll get some better outcomes. Yeah. You could even, you could even talk about that. You know, war, war on, on drugs pot. is already a thing. We're just doing it with the wrong drugs. Exactly. Yeah. That's, there's the truth. There it is. Hi. Yeah. We and, do, um, we do open mics on Monday. Yeah, yeah, and this is the joke workshop. So like people do sets, and then then other people give them comments. So on so those sets. I've always thought that a really great way to fuck with war would be to take away all of the guns and ammunition and make it so that people actually had to use swords again. Oh my god! So that plus mushrooms, we'd pretty <laughs> much get rid of war. I I believe it. I believe it. Uh, other any other comments? You want know, to comment? Do you like jokes? I'll tell you a joke. Knock knock. Jesus. I know that guy exists or what. <laughs> Jesus who? 
Who's that guy? Did he write the Bible or some shit like that? I don't know what happened. Who's that guy? Knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. I think it's like the precept of feminism. I don't know how feminism works. A lot of women in the 70s like read books and burned bras or some shit so I can talk about my butthole on stage. It looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. I'm old. I have hemorrhoids. Is that gross? That's too gross. That's too real. Why don't cats get hemorrhoids? Like, I stare at my cat's ass all the time, and he never gets hemorrhoids. And he's pushing out those weird little poopers, right? Boop, 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 boop. Anyway, I just thought about that. Cats don't get hemorrhoids. All right, that's been, uh, that looks like joke workshop tonight. This is crazy. Honestly, Amy, I'm like, usually it's like all these people, and everyone's like trying to get to the mic. They're like, I gotta say something about your talk. It's Veterans Day, and it's a full moon. I, I mean, comedians don't have lives. Come on. This, this helps Mutiny Radio so much. Um, and thank you, listening audience. Please follow us on Instagram at Mutiny Radio SF. And oh, thank you. Oh, you're the best. Yay, yay. Money is so good. And follow us on Instagram. Come to our shows. Come to our open mics. Um, and, you know, hug a comedian. Thanks for being here. Yay. She's saying all the things she wants to hear. She's such a manipulator. Claw Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Claw Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Richard Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Seven and 
slow again. Snap them back, press open, snap them back. Press wide, snap back, press wide, snap back wide. Now look at two, right leg and up.
made for an aeroplane Ain't got time to take a fast train Lonely days are gone, I'm a-going home Oh, my baby, just don't put me a leather Oh, my baby, just don't put me a leather pictures with ivory soap. I've petted stray dogs and shied clear of dope. My smile is brilliant. My glance is tender. But I'm noted most for my unspoiled gender. I've been made Miss Rheingold, though I never touch beer. And I'm the person to whom they say, you're sweet, my dear. The only etchings I've seen have been behind glass. And the closest I've been to a bar was at ballet class. Prim and proper. The girl who's never been kissed. Well, I'm tired of being pure and not chaste. Like something that seeks its level I wanna go to the devil I wanna be evil I wanna spit tax I wanna be evil And cheat at jacks I wanna be wicked I wanna tell lies I wanna be mean And In the morning with that dark brown taste I wanna see some dissipation in my face I wanna be evil I wanna be mad But more than that I wanna be bad I wanna be evil And trump an just to see my partner's face. I want to be nasty. I want to be cruel. I want to be daring. I want to shoot pool. And in the theater, I want to change my seat. Just so I can step on everybody's feet I wanna be evil I wanna hurt for lies I wanna sing songs Like the guy who cries I wanna be horrid I wanna drink booze And whatever I've got
my wife went all over town. Everywhere we went, the people turned us down. Lord, it's a bourgeois town. I got the bourgeois blues, I'm gonna spread the news all around. Don't try to buy no home in Washington, D.C. Lord, it's a bourgeois town. Rock-a-bye, baby, the dark and the light 
somebody's baby is born for a fight. Rock-a-bye, baby, the white and the black. Somebody's baby is not coming back, sang the crow on the cradle. Your mama and papa, they'll scrimp and they'll say, build you a coffin and dig you a grave. Hush a by little one, why do you weep? We've got a toy that will put you to sleep, sang the crow on the cradle. Bring me a gun and I'll shoot that bird dead. That's what your mama and papa once said. Grow on the cradle, oh, what shall I do? That is a thing that I leave up to you, sang the crow on the cradle.
Doesn't mean that much to me. 
again.
Hello. 